Let me tell you a little bit about She's Crafty, they're Chicago's premier all-female Beastie Boys tribute. They're celebrating the life of Adam MCA Yauk, like we like to do every day, and all things Beastie, to raise money for the Brandon C. Gramada Head and Neck Cancer Foundation this Saturday at Lincoln Hall. Joining me in the studio from She's Crafty is Amy Sumter. Let's get into it, lady. How are you? Welcome back to Vocalo. I am so happy to be here. Thank you so much. I'm excited about this event, but I want to, you know, give the, the listeners some context and some she's crafty history uh i as it happens with a lot of bands here in chicago i was just like oh, god dang it why didn't i think of that that is so <laughs> freaking brilliant uh you and your compatriots had a great idea tell me about how this whole thing came together well she's crafty has been an idea that we've had for a very long time like 2008 and it all came from uh, a drunken night after Lollapalooza. Was as many you know, ideas As do, many yes. things happen. And me and Kendra Stevens, Ken D, were playing rock band, and she killed it on Sabotage. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, my karaoke jam is get it together. Do all four parts, not to brag. <laughs> and, you know, usually very, you know, out of breath afterwards. And she turned to me, and without missing a beat, was like, I've always wanted to be in an all-female Beastie Boy tribute band. And I was like, it just happened. <laughs> And then we'd talk about it, we'd joke about it, and a year later I met Maggie Tomasek, you know, in a stand-up comedy class, and, uh, you know, the very last day of the class, you know, having drinks, talking, and she was like, my karaoke jam is Paul Revere, I was like, you're in our band. (laughs) And at first we had a DJ, Sarah T, and then Sarah T moved, and we needed another DJ, so that's when we met DJ Energy, aka Erica Reed, and she's self-taught, she's magical, she took a skip out of one of our songs, she's... She's fantastic. So, yeah, like it just was one of those like we all love the Beastie Boys. We all come from a comedy performance background. And then when um, we were talking about it for so long and it was really when MCA passed away that we were like, we either do it or we stop talking about it. So that's when we started rehearsing, working on it. And when we found out about this thing called MCA Day that a man out in uh, Massachusetts invented, he created, he went to Washington Square, he set up some easels, he played some Beastie Boy music, all these you know, people came out, Ad-Rock showed up, Mike Kearney is his name, and he started it and he would do it every year and we were like, you know what, we should do this as well. Like we should have a day where we celebrate MCA and raise money and just, we all want to kick cancer in the, you know, yeah. so... Absolutely. Tell me about the Brandon C. Gramada Head and Neck Cancer Foundation. They reached out to us at the first MCA Day because one of uh, Brandon was the man who passed away and his family started this charity. He, I believe, lived in Cincinnati, but he has a brother that lives out here. So they approached us and he was a huge Beastie Boy fan. Like, um, if you go on their website, you can see him wearing his Beastie Boy shirt. And actually, his mom has come to our shows, and she'll be wearing his Beastie Boy shirt. And they even have, because you can't, you won't, and you don't stop on their website. But he literally passed away weeks after MCA died. Oh. And it's amazing what this charity does, because we all know there are so many charities out there that say they're looking for the cure, but they just sell a lot of pink ribbons. And, mm. you know... Totally judging. Okay. (laughs) But um, this particular charity, they've actually given thousands of dollars to research. So their key is like, we are going to find research, we are going to fund it, and we, and like anytime someone's actually doing the science behind it and putting their money where their mouth is, we 100% are on board. And especially because everyone's been affected by cancer. And like my grandma died from cancer, she had Mm -hmm. cancer three times. And as someone who feels, you know, very helpless most of the time, 
And who's someone who doesn't, you know, I'm an artist. I don't have a lot of money. But if I can put on a hell of a show and make make it so that everybody comes out and dances and sings and just scream rages about how much they love the Beastie Boys, and especially because we're never going to have a Beastie Boy concert again. Like, in no way am I saying, like, we're the same. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but at the same time, like, if you can come to a She's Crafty show and just rage out and put your money toward a great cause, like, that that helps me sleep better at night and knows that at least like when I leave this world, at least I left something behind some sort of good. And hopefully some of this research, you know, will find a cure. We can only hope, honestly. Uh, I imagine that when you've got a group like the Beastie Boys that lives in everyone's uh, minds is kind of the soundtrack of their youth and adulthood, uh, that when you're coming to folks to participate in the fundraiser, they are like busting down walls like the Kool-Aid man. To <laughs> it's amazing that you say the Kool-Aid man because we have an inside joke about a backwards Kool-Aid man. So, yeah, yeah that's right. So tell me about some of the groups that, you, that we'll get to see at the events and, uh, you know, what the what the vibe that you're trying to create is. Well, the vibe is definitely we want you to come and we want you to shake what your mama gave you, you know. So we have DJ Intel. We have DJ Jake Pickle. They're going to be starting the party off. Doors open at 7. There'll be DJs. And at 8 p.m. is when the bands start. No song will be repeated. So um, this happens at every show. Someone's like yelling for, you know, play ill communication. Yeah. And we're like, hey, guy, that's a, that's an album. That's not a song. <laughs> <laughs> also, we've already done like four songs off that album. Yeah. So uh, keep up, you know. <laughs> so definitely if you're a hardcore fan and you just want to hear everything and anything, we got some really great deep cuts. And actually, we've been working on uh, newer songs. So we'll have some songs in our particular lineup, some deep cuts that I'm really excited about. But we have uh, all sorts of bands, a lot of super groups that have been put together. Uh, we have a band coming in from South Bend called Bad Assets. Like they... Um, like it's these fantastical musicians I want to play with us and have fun and play b-boy songs so and uh every time I've been to an MCA day uh it is like the most magical wonderful concert experience everybody's uh you know kind of communing with one another over this this shared thing but then inevitably someone cries sometimes it's me I'm not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) because we do miss MCA so much and and I I think that it's it's kind of this personification of of you know losing folks to cancer all kind of yeah. distilled into this one person that you've kind of grown up with, right? Yeah. And you've seen them on television, you've memorized all of his lyrics. And I think it hit people particularly hard for for that reason. Uh, you know, honestly when you when you watch someone grow literally like, think about it. When you think about their first album, you know, and how they acted. And even they talk about this in their book. And if you have not read their book, like, please. Oh, I can't recommend it enough. It is so fantastical. Like, even if you're like, mm, Beastie Boys, like, read the book. It's great. But the way that they grew and they changed and they realized the message. And, they, like, A, they pay respect to, like, where this music comes from. You know, they acknowledge that. And they also acknowledge the fact that they were homophobic and that they were mis- misogynistic and that they put out a bad message. And for them to grow and, like, literally apologize, mean it, and then change, but then still hold – like, I just want to be like – Hey, all you people living in the past, like, look at the Beastie Boys. Like, if they can change, you can change. You know, if you can grow and – because I think that's the biggest thing. Um, Like, as humans, I know it's it's 
hard to self-reflect, but you know what? Like self-reflect, like put, put a better message out into the world, especially nowadays, you know? So the fact that they did that and that they did change and, and I think too, like when you're at a She's Crafty show and we're having fun and we always do our little bits and like they would do bits and just jump around and dance and everybody else is jumping around and dancing. But there are definitely moments where I have forgotten lyrics on stage because I'm just looking out into the crowd. Sometimes it's when I'm actually saying my name, which is really <laughs> embarrassing to admit on radio. But sometimes it's like looking out and getting overwhelmed by the energy and how everybody's having so much fun and like literally the number one thing we want after she's crafty show is for everyone to go home and just bring out those CDs, bring them up on Spotify, play them. They're the number one download on iTunes. We feel like we've won, you know, because we just want, just go back and listen to that and listen to the things that they were saying 20 years ago that are still relevant, you know, it's still happening and like do better. You know, what would, what would Adam Yauk do? Like, He'd start an organization. Like, I know about Tibet because of the Beastie Boys. Honestly, yeah. I had no idea until, you know, we were talking about it on Ill Communication. And yeah. it's, it's, uh, they're a life changing group. Honestly, one of my top three favorite groups of all time, hip hop or otherwise. And I'm so glad that somebody has, has picked up uh, the legacy and the mantle of the work that the Beastie Boys had done and the work that Yauk in particular had done in in bringing awareness to issues that honestly may not affect us personally in the moment, but are so grand and and need to be addressed. I want to get some details out to the people. She's Crafty's MCA Day is this Saturday, August 17th. Tickets still available. You can go to lh-st.com. Or where can people follow uh, She's Crafty? She's Crafty Shy, C-H-I. We're on Twitter, Instagram. We're, that's also our website, everywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> Come to the show, everybody. It's going to be a great time. And I hear, I hear that the MC for the evening is a super hot babe. Just she saying. is. <laughs> Just saying I hear rumors. I've heard rumors. And it's, they are true. <laughs> it's Feminist Wednesday, Amy, and I'm so happy that you could join me. Thank yes. you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, she's Crafty. MCA Day. Have a great weekend. Uh, get get thee to a, a rock and roll show.